Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. I am so excited to be back home and sitting here with our office and our team talking about all the things that matter. And I'm bringing Connie in today to say hello and talk about how fear limits our potential. Hi, everyone. It's so good to be back. Um, We're super excited about this topic as this comes up a lot for our clients mainly as well. Um, And also people coming to us as new clients always mention how things have scared them in the past and is almost scaring them in the future. So we are here to work through those, but also to talk about some points um, regarding that topic. Exactly. So how many times do we all have, you know, those stories of things that have happened to us in past relationships that we can't help it, but we bring it into either the new relationships or we have that doubt or that fear we're talking about that it might be a challenge in a new relationship, whether it be talking and being vulnerable is a fear of yours or putting your foot in your mouth because you say too much or, you know, like just unfortunate things that have happened to you in past relationships, then we have that fear that that will continue to happen over and over and over again. And so this is a huge topic that I feel, as Connie was saying, that we're constantly, you know, going over with clients, with matches to get them to a new way of thinking you know, I can't, I say this all the time, with every sunset, there's a new sunrise every day. So whatever's limiting us in one day, we have a choice to say, we are going to be strong and not have this fear. And we're going to try, 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 try again, is what I always say. So, you know, I think that when we get our date feedbacks from clients and matches and people that are going out, a lot of times people don't go all in, or sometimes they go in too much. And I mm-hmm. think it's important to really sit down and evaluate your dating history and kind of figure out, well, what's worked, what's not worked. I think so many people, they just keep going into a new relationship or starting off a new date date in general. And they're like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm, I'm doing. And if you're getting the same results, there are certain things that are probably limiting you on not getting a new change in your way of dating. Um, so, you know, whatever it is that you're afraid of, I always tell everybody to like, to really focus on where the root of that fear is coming from and to work on that. Because honestly, if you cannot be vulnerable and open in a relationship and, and do it with your own knowledge, um, and wisdom of truly who and how you articulate things it's always going to be a blocker for you in relationships, right? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think there's so many things that people, and we're not even, of course, there's big fears that, you know, they, you know, need to be dug to that root and healed. And I mean, even potentially going to a therapist as well before, you know, moving forward and being in that right relationship, say, you know, there's lots of things with fear of, you know, abuse, cheating, Mm -hmm. things like that. Those are very big fears and absolute valid fears to have. 
Um, and those are things that, like Renee said, you need to kind of get to the root and then find that healing for your future relationship or marriage. Um, but one also, uh, you know, also the little things that people let ruin, I feel like, their fears, is someone will say to me, um, if I'm interviewing someone for a potential match for our client and they'll be like oh no I can't date someone that much older because once I dated someone that much older or you know and not I'm not saying 30 years I'm just saying maybe seven eight years and they're like oh no I can't date someone that much older and I'm like well why and they're like well once I went out with someone that was that much older than me and it was a really really bad time and like people don't think that it's necessarily a fear but it's like the smallest things like that then could scar you and also make you lose all so many opportunities to come and I think there's like as well as the big fears that of course need rooting down the small fears you almost need to just let go of and let go which are sometimes just the other people's uh, you know experiences that aren't yours and like we always tell everybody like you know your story that you have painted in your head of this perfect like vision of how it's going to all unfold who you're going to be with could be completely different and so like so many times we compare ourselves to other relationships and to tie and to add on to what Connie is saying like you know somebody might say well you know it didn't work out for my parents or it didn't work out for my friends so for that anybody that's seven years or we're using that example ten years or whatever I just can't do that well I mean you know at the end of the day your story is different and so you have to find your unique way and your unique person that at the end of the day the two of you work that out and I think so many times we prejudge situations based on our fears or just based on our surroundings of what other people's you know heartaches or failures have been and I hate using those words because we're always speaking so much positive into ourselves but like if you have a fear there are, I mean there are plenty of fears of things that I do like my challenge is to always do I say 10 things a day that I don't want to do and it's the only <laughs> way to start getting things done in order to actually push yourself. And there's so many times, like, I mean, there's times I'll either get on stage or do something and I'm either, you know, there's a fear that comes inside of you, but it's like, nobody knows you have that fear. Yeah, there's, there's so, so much thing as a healthy fear and an unhealthy fear. And so many people are just like, oh, I'm fearful, like Renee just said, of her being, you know, having that fear of standing up on stage or having that fear of going yeah. out. That's still a healthy fear that she can get by I mean it's completely normal for us to have those fears or say for example in a relationship when someone's hurt you in the past it's okay to have a smidgy bit of that fear because it's natural it's we're humans it's very natural to be scared of something happening again but when fear becomes affecting your future or relationships or like Renee saying yeah like limiting your future relationships or like Renee just said about her standing on stage if she let that fear limit her and wasn't being able to do a presentation like what is that worth right and I and I always tell myself in those situations where I'm like well what if my mouth doesn't what if I can't speak what if if everything in my head isn't going to come out and then I'm like but what if like it just does and it always does and I always remind myself of the moments of like the whole reason I'm doing this is to influence and to impact other people that I want to spread the love to more and so that's why I do it so you have to figure out the reason of your fear and what you're trying to achieve and at the end of the day obviously we're talking about love and relationships and attracting someone um, so I think it's so important that whatever your fear is, you tell yourself before, you're, of course, you're going on those dates or whatever and say, I want to have a different outcome. And the yeah. only way I'm going to be able to do that is I'm going to let my guards down, not unsafely, obviously. Yeah. But We're not I'm saying gonna, you to be completely carefree. <laughs> I'm going to let my fear guard down of saying, you know what, I have, you know, maybe 
45 years old or I'm 38 or I'm, I don't know, 60 and you're like going back out there for the first time to start dating somebody because God forbid, let's say you lost your spouse or, you know, you've got, gone through a divorce and, you know, you're like kind of in this situation where you start realizing dating is a lot different than it used to be and, and you're thinking, well, how am I going to, how am I going to overcome these barriers? Or if you're, you know, have been in toxic relationships, um, you know, then you start thinking everybody's going to be treating you that way and you know what you might have to still go on a couple more dates that are like that type of person but you're that much wiser now because you started to overcome your fears to realize earlier on to back out of those relationships instead of continue them absolutely and I think there's so many ways that's like so it's so tough to come over those fears but if we let them you know there's so many potentials and there's also there's a very much difference between fear and an excuse um that I think in the dating world so many people do. Like, oh, this person did this to me in the past, but yes, it's terrible. Um, And it may be something, you know, they weren't very good communicators or, you know, but that is still an excuse if you're gonna let that concern you so hard into the next relationship. It's normally actually not on the other person that did you wrong, it's actually on you and something that you have to find yourself and get over instead of making the excuse of I can't get back out there because this person did this to me I can't go on a date with someone like I said we were on the age thing seven years older because this person did this to me like a lot of the time it's like a mental excuse that you have to push by and just get yourself out there yes absolutely and I think you know the other thing when we talk about the limits that we or the pressures that we put on ourselves like you know, there's so many times whether you're like either nervous or you're a little bit like weary, or you don't really know. I mean, my secret sauce that I always tell everybody, regardless how I feel inside, the one thing that I can put on my face every day by choice is a smile. And so I definitely talked about this. If somebody walks in with a smile and confidence, like it is a game changer and anybody in every, every environment you're in, if you walk in with a smile and you feel like complete crud or you feel so much fear for something you're not typically like comfortable in doing, you know, walking in with a smile and owning it, it's amazing how that'll just transform the attitude and the response that somebody gives you, especially in an area where you might not feel comfortable, you know, in that mm-hmm. in that regard. So Yeah, absolutely. And confidence is like Renee said, with the smile is the confidence thing and if you're scared of something, just push by it, like cover that fear with confidence almost, like put that, put that face on, that mask on, and then you'll soon realize, oh, like Renee said, oh, about the stage, it's like, you'll actually laugh at yourself after and be like, oh, I could do that, you know, it's so many times you think you're worried, I mean, anyone that has even like a phobia of, I don't know, a spider, something ridiculous, Um, but then if you get it out the house or something, you're like, oh, look at that, I could do it, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but it's the same thing in the dating world, like if you... I don't want, hate to use this word, but in some ways, and I don't say completely, but fake it till you make it. Like, if you have to put that confident act on, you'll soon then overcome your fear and realize you'll be like, oh, oh, I'm proud of myself. I actually did that, and I'm surprised. So I'm going to put you on the spot right now because that oh, always makes gosh. it super fun, right? Look at her face. I wish you all were here to see this. Um, so in your past relationships, Connie, has there ever been something that you feared um, when obviously prior to dating your amazing husband that you have now? Uh, yeah, actually. I was um, actually in an unfaithful relationship and I 
I was like, oh, you know, it's just a mistake. It's just a mistake. I was meant to be with that person. And when I dated since, after that, I was constantly like, this person's going to cheat. This person is going to be unfaithful. Faithful. And I was like, you know what? It is going to happen because I keep saying it's going to happen and I have no faith in them and no trust in them. And if you don't have that faith and trust in someone, then, well, good luck, <laughs> number one. And then also when I met Jeremy, I realized I was like, this guy is literally the most epitome of a trap, like, I'm setting myself up for failure, literally, like we were saying, like, your fear limits you, so I was like, I'm ruining every single thing I potentially could have by being scared of what someone else gave me, so I was like, just get over yourself, I'm pretty sure I told myself to get over myself, and did some work on myself, and then next minute, it, it's, and it, I'm sounding like it sounds easy, yes, you know, there is a lot of mental work that goes behind it, but I also think, that once you're past it, it is easy. Like now I don't have any worry about someone being unfaithful to me, like any at all. And I always say this is if, you know, uh, God forbid that happened to me ever again. Um, but then that's on them, not on me. Then you walk away and you move on and it's not you, it's on that person. And I think that you know, the fear that would have limited me, I wouldn't be happily married if I would have constantly thought someone was being unfaithful. So that's what I think. That's my on the spot. But what about that's you? A, that's I'm... a perfect answer. And so yeah. Well, okay. So some people know my story, but um, I was constantly attracting, I would say, the ones who wanted to be in control, the ones who maybe didn't have their acts totally together or were you know bad behavioral issues and that's what got me into obviously the business that I am today to really try to understand why I kept attracting emotionally <laughs> um, unstable people in that regards um, so I started having a fear of you know literally continuously going down that same path of attracting the people that I couldn't see or, or understand. And so what I did is obviously I started studying different behavioral characteristic types. That's how we now have the questions that we ask our clients and matches today yeah. to try to detect some of those behaviors out of the gate, like people that are cheating, people that are, you know, narcissistic, people Absolutely. that, you know, are either like, you know, on the borderline of just any type of challenging behavioral um, issue and so it really helps us to be able to navigate that and I think that that's something that I've overcome now instead of being afraid that you know I'll attract that next relationship to now being in like a very healthy relationship because I've overcome that fear to um, like be able to ask those questions up front so that you can absolutely feel confident in who, you know, you're now attracting because of something that has happened to you in the past instead of me just saying, well, they're all, you know, we all have those friends that have gone through a terrible breakup or God forbid a divorce or whatever. They're like, they just ex style all men, all oh, women. All like, men are the worst. All, all men are the worst. And you're just like, mm, I'm not sure about and that, that one. bitterness <laughs> carries out throughout. But it also makes you bitter. I right. mean, I, I'm pretty sure that both of us here have probably felt that at some point, that bitterness, and it makes you almost an ugly person as well, because it shows that, like, nastiness almost, right. you and know? Right, if you say it out there to the universe, the universe is going to believe it, and that's just not healthy. So you yeah. have to, I mean, I mean, we can't preach this enough or say it enough, is basically, like, what you say out of your mouth is what you're going to portray. Yeah, and if so, you continue, when even, yeah, when you hear yourself say it, you'll be like, oh my goodness, I'm being 
ridiculous. Like, yeah, or like I'm sure like Renee at some point thought, well, everyone has, you know, the the these yeah yeah problems, you know. And then every time you look at someone, you think, oh, well, are they gonna have that? Are they gonna have that? But that second that you keep limiting and having that mindset, it it's it's affecting you as well as like we said, it's on the other person, not on you. Which right. it's so hard to understand that when you're in the present time. And like we said, it might be therapists, it might be more professional help, you know, hiring a matchmaker. A right. shameless plug there. I, but. Know. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people yeah. always ask us, where are all the good people? We're like, well, they're our clients. Cause yeah. we, we select and choose and they find, you know, they find us, obviously, the crumb of the crumb. Um, and I and I also want to put it out there, obviously, you know, we work mostly with singles, but also our married couples and people that are out there dating. I mean, some people, you know, listening to this, they think, well, what do I do now? Because I'm in a relationship and I still have fears that maybe he'd cheat at, like maybe yes. but you're in a relationship That's a really that you good point. two have overcome this, this awful cheating situation and you're on the other side, but, you know, will you ever fully trust again? And I think, you know, some of the wisest advice that I've ever gotten from other counselors or just people in general um, that are on the other side and doing really healthy is, you know, there's some people that are perpetual, continual cheaters, and they will be forever. There's others that, unfortunately, like, it takes two to cheat. I hate to say it, but, you know, on the other side, you also have to, you know, we talk about forgiveness and things yeah. like that, is that, like, if that's your fear, you, like, choose to either say, I'm going to trust this person 110%, or you need to trust to, to move forward. And, you know, and I think that that's something that is talking that through with really what the root of your fear is and not yeah. just the and if you the are, act of how what happened. Yeah, and if you are in a relationship where that has happened and you're both willing to move past because mistakes do happen, marriage is hard, um, but be willing to also have that open communication with your partner and not saying, oh, you did that to me, you, you, you. It's, hey, I'm still really struggling with this and I think it's something we need to work on. I statements I was yeah. saying instead of you because you is accusive. Yeah, exactly. And like I said earlier, like it, it is on them. It definitely is on them. But if you're willing to, um, you know, allow that mistake and I don't say allow it as in, yes, it's, you're totally fine. I know it's a long journey where if that happens, um, but you guys are still willing to stay in your marriage or even, you know, other situations that, you know, happen in marriages, um, just remember that you still have to, yeah, use that good communication and work on it together. Or again, I mean, I don't think we, I've said it three times this podcast, like go to a a therapist together, a couple therapists, get your pastor's help. Uh, I mean, ask for friends' help in the church or things like that. Just really good advice for people that, you know, you don't have to keep it just your, you don't have to be ashamed of it almost. Cause I feel like so many people don't talk about it and have that concern. I have some friends um, who unfortunately he's had a rocky um, part in their relationship but now they're meeting with their pastor every week you know working on and he's like I am ashamed of my actions but he's like if I don't hold those actions accountable it just makes it worse you know if you keep it in your household locked up between you two your minds are just constantly turning and you sometimes need that extra person to seek help to whether it's a matchmaker, a pastor, a therapist, you know, that that's okay to have that help as well. And then it also allows you to get past those fears and just grow in a relationship. Yes, so true. And of course, I'm putting a plug in too for what I believe that we have so many people that go yeah. through, which is our Love Starts With You 
course and program, which is that famous line I always say, put that oxygen mask on yourself first, which that oxygen is also plugging into God. So, so many times people will just like, you know, they feel better when they vent it out or they talk it out or, mm-hmm. or whatever with friends, which is great. But unless you have a friend that literally is in neutral gear. Yes, definitely have like, one in mutual gear. Like God is. They're not the best outlet for you because then they're just almost implanting more fear and more doubt in your head. So it's so important that you spend the quality time, I say, alone, processing, writing down your thoughts and praying Mm -hmm. about it. God, I believe truly when you give him your undivided attention and time and have conversation with, you know, God and just just share your fears um, and when you know you're at church, you have friends that are prayerful, just say, you know, I have some fears I'd love to have taken away. Instead of, like, trying to fix it on your own, mm-hmm. I do believe in the power of prayer, and that heals all things. So it's amazing how when you actually sit down and do that, how that can start transforming your fears to also mm-hmm. become, like, superpowers is what yeah. I call them. Too. And time. Time. Remember, fears don't aren't fixed overnight because so many people think that that can happen, and it definitely can't. That is so true. So I hope that you have found this information helpful and useful. And we always love when you guys write in. So thank you so much for who wrote this question for us to talk about how fears can sometimes limit your potential in all areas when it comes to relationships. So have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.